tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today on this very, very cold morning indeed. 1800-938-007. That's a free phone number. Won't cost you to make a call. Emma is looking after the show today. You can text in WhatsApp 83 311 You can email Tip Today at uh, tipfm.com. Now, coming up on the show this morning, Johnny Luby is live in studio with me uh, last night. A sighting in the sky over Tipperary, Carlo and Kilkenny. Was it a satellite, a firework or a shooting star? Well, we'll try and find out. Additionally, uh, the show will feature listeners sharing their views on the ongoing conflict in uh, Ross Grey. And of course, the Friday panel will uh, unpack the hot topics of the week. So all of that and much, much more on the way. We only have uh, three papers on hand today, so we'll have a quick look at uh, the headlines and uh, the front pages. The Irish Times, and they're leading with the story that uh, the number of people believed to have received uh, PUP, a pandemic unemployment payment at times they were working, has increased uh, quite significantly with the estimate to more than doubling to between 50,000 and 60,000 people. So a report published last year by the C&AG outlined how the Department of Social Protection estimated that about 20,000 people received the pub at times they were working and there was a possibility of recovering up to 70 million euros. So good luck with that. Uh, also... Pat Leahy has a piece on the front of the Times today telling us that voters in the Republic and Northern Ireland are divided on attitudes to the coming, uh, the Commonwealth and on the question of whether a possible future United Ireland should be a member of the organisation, according to new research. Yeah, I'd love to know your opinion on that. Would you have a problem with us being part of the Commonwealth? The Irish Examiner today, their lead story, over 1,100 social homes have been stuck in the same phase of planning system for the three and a half year period that uh, the government, the current government has been in power. Uh, the examiner examiner is dominated by a photograph of a robin perched on frosty grass uh, yesterday morning in County Cork but it's a gorgeous, gorgeous photograph indeed. Very worryingly uh, there's been a sharp increase in the computer-generated child sexual abuse material uh, driven by freely available artificial intelligence software, the industry internet watchdog has said. And yet another uh, story uh, around UHL uh, this morning. An intensive care specialist uh, said a blood clot that killed 21-year-old Eve Cleary likely occurred in UHL and that her death would have been avoided if she had been administered certain medication. The Irish Examiner and their main story, just uh, one in three shops is expected to offer a refund service for plastic bottles and cans when the new deposit return scheme begins next month. Uh, around 6,000 retailers sell eligible beverages but most have not uh, installed return vending machines, so shoppers will have to go to another store to reclaim the deposit of up to 20 cent per container. That's what's making headlines today. If you have commentary on any of that, we'd love to hear from you. 083 311 Good morning, Johnny Luby. How are you, Johnny? Uh, good morning, Fran, and 
good morning to the listeners out there on a cold, frosty morning. It's very cold out there. I, you, you were saying, and I agree with you, it's the coldest morning so far, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is, yeah. And I suppose uh, coming down here, uh, one would have to be thinking of the council workers who worked uh, all through the night, uh, gritting the roads with sand and salt or whatever, uh, especially on the road that I travel now from Tip Town into Cashel and up by Rose Green and that. And look, everything is about taking your mm-hmm. time. So I came away maybe 10, quarter, 10 minutes or a quarter an hour earlier, but the look, the roads were lucky that the, <coughs> the roads were dry. Yeah, that was the big thing, you know. But uh, the lads that put out the salt, uh, fair play it, to them, fair yeah. play to them, you know, at two o'clock and five o'clock in the morning, you know. So well done to the council for that. Well, we have a, a look at sport because I know you have opinions and all sorts of other things that's happening as well, Johnny. But sport, first of all, and uh, the tip carry game, I suppose. That's right, Jeff. Frank was on in Nina last week, and yeah. you know, and I it's only a year or two ago that Kerry beat us in this monster league, and it was doom and gloom and that. But uh, we Kerry, no disrespect to them, they had a nice team up in Nina last Sunday and Duke Tipperary got their win. Whatever it means in the Munster League, it didn't mean an awful lot because both of them had been beaten by Waterford and as a result, they were just going through the motions. But Liam Kell has given maybe 32 or 3 players uh, a run in the two games so far and now in a couple of weeks time it's down to the the bigger stuff in the National League itself and you know they're training hard on that they're all in, in heavy training so like it all depends what teams they put out and what mm. Uh, they think of the actual league. I suppose uh, Liam would certainly be looking for a victory or two and see what mm. happens after that. Well, what know? are you seeing, Johnny? Are you seeing players emerge that you think would have yeah, well, a, a big future? Or? Yeah, hopefully, friend. I mean, like, one would ha- uh, have to expect in Tipperary that some of our lads would stand up, and they are standing up. There's a couple of lads there from around Moneygall and that, and they, they look to be standing up. You have young Bo from uh, Mind Temple too, who, you know, seems to be making it at wing back, and maybe Ender Heffernan in Clonality Ross Moore, young Quinn from Cashel and that. Look, they all need the games. They all need to put on this uh, jersey and mm. they all need to stand up as best they can. And if they're good enough, Liam, Liam Kale and his uh, uh, charge, I need the lads in the back ground and all that thing mm. will certainly pick their panel of maybe eventually of maybe 30 odd players but look it's all to play for they are training well and what he has friends seemingly is uh, the under 21s uh, training uh, along with the seniors just to get them uh, it's like a greyhound starting them off you have to give uh, give them a bit of company so that when they go to the first bend they'll know that they can be shoved in mm. or out or whatever the case may be and it is about getting them into line and discipline with training and to see mm. what does it take to become and not alone a temporary yeah. holler but any kind of a county holler you and, know. and speaking of the future of the Hearty Cup of course I mean that's that's uh, right Jeff Rant is uh, wonderful for Tipperary to have two teams in the last four you know uh, the big one of course uh, you have uh, Nina CBS are taking on Charleville and that game is in Capamore uh Look, Nina looked good. I saw them in bench and I'm just wondering how good are they because uh, in my book as the opposition CBC that they beat in bench uh, possibly didn't play to their full potential but mm. that's to take nothing from Nina who are certainly dominant in all uh, aspects of the game and uh, to wish Nina the very best of luck whereas the other one is certainly the big game with Tullus CBS taking on the might of Artskull Reach yeah. of Limerick and there uh, Tullus look the fact that Tullus scored 30 points maybe in, I think to the second or third round of the Harty Cup and then they they done away with uh, St. Flannan's of Venice fairly easily at the end of the day and they were fancied uh, and that uh, Tullus CBS they'll have it all to do against Artskull Reach but I certainly would fancy 
fancied them. I mean, like when you have players from the likes of Holy Cross, Mike Herkey in from Killinall, uh, they have a young fellow in goal from Ross Gray uh, and that, and then you have the Southfield mm-hmm. themselves and that. They have a tremendous pick and you have maybe one or two from the panel from Borlehan and Clonolty Ross Moore. Uh, that game is down for Kilmallock tomorrow. I think they're both on down to be at 12.30 but if you're if you are going to the match please God to pick up the phone and ring somebody that that would know in Tullus CBS and Nina CBS to see is the match on or is it postponed or is it put back for an mm. hour or two or whatever the case may be but look to be right. brilliant uh, but, but as of now our knowledge is these games are going that's ahead. right Jeff and, and, and yeah. t- look it is brilliant for the county to see Isn't these young fellas yes. coming through you know and we could have a scenario of two tip teams again in a hearty cup final like last year with Cashel and Tullus Mm. or we could have a scenario where none of the two are in it but mm. so be it they've got to a semi-final and look hopefully a, a few players will come through Very good indeed in the football as well uh, win over Limerick Yeah Fran a fantastic victory for Tipperary over Limerick I know this is only the Munster League and that but they, they had to start someplace and I suppose their big aim this year will be their realists you can have no doubt mm. about it. The big re- uh, reality thing is mm. to get out of the Division 4 in the football. And hopefully they will. Uh, Limerick would always have a decent team out. But I was surprised that Tipperary beat Limerick. And I suppose in reality, look, Tipperary, they could uh, end up in a Munster final. Whether that'll do them good or not, I don't know. And maybe then if they're beaten by Cork or Kerry in a Munster final, then to play in this All-Ireland series and that. But they might be as well off in the in the. the B competition but all I'd say is look do the best you can go as far as you can and let the best horse jump the ditch after that Fair play indeed uh, Rugby then uh, Johnny That's right Jeff yeah. and I suppose the big news during the week was Peter O'Mahony at 34 years of age captaining uh, yeah. Ireland this year uh, I suppose uh, there's a big question mark about his um attachment to Ireland and uh, the conditions of his pay and the whole lot the fact that he's 34 years of age but uh, as Dennis Leamy said it hasn't done anything to do with them he's in charge of the Munster setup, mm. along with Graham Roundtree and uh, that and he, he played brilliant last weekend against Toulon uh, and that he would be a wonderful captain but I suppose having won the Six Nations and we like to win as many competitions as we can the big one friend always for Ireland is, is the World Cup do you start blooding them now uh, because the most they can play is maybe four or five matches this year and again next year and the year after and you need uh, uh, young fellas to stand up and be counted now and get them ready for the World Cup because we have no with all the t- and this was our best chance ever this, uh, just gone mm. uh, we never got beyond the quarter final of a World Cup you know and even I heard the experts saying who Johnny uh, Sexton who was a wonderful captain but maybe uh, Mr Farrell and those they were too attached to him uh, there at times during the big game in the in the World Cup that maybe he should have been uh, as for the want of a better word taken off yeah, yeah. Uh, and that and uh, put on somebody else but Johnny was probably ruling the roost and uh, I'd say that next time around if uh, Mr Farrell is still in charge there'll be different uh, outlooks on players and that you need a lot of young fellas coming through at their 25 because yeah. it's a tough game It's hard though Johnny and it's not just rugby I suppose right across board it's hard to not allow emotion uh, and as you say, loyalty to get in, in into decision making. That's right, Jeffrey. It? Oh, it it certainly is. You know, hey, we were going holidays a few years ago with a lovely dog, uh, Ricky. I was cocker spaniel, and of course, we didn't leave him to the ke- to a kennel, so we left him down to my brother Jim. And you're talking about loyalty. The bloody whore never came back up to us. 
nothing. Don't talk to me about lighting. So could you have anything? No, 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 no. And mentioning the same Ricky, I must mention uh, a funeral. Uh, oh, uh, where did You'd say, where did the week go with Jane yeah. Fitzgerald, uh, the Lord oh, of Mercy? Now you'd say, yeah. where did the year go with Moss Morrissey? Yeah. With his uh, anniversary mass tomorrow night in, in the bridge. Or in, it's in the church in Golden, but we'll probably go to the bridge house afterwards. But Moss was one of those great characters that we miss big time. Jim had a, a Jim seems to call all his dogs, my brother Jim, uh, the one name. It is Ricky one and Ricky two. But anyway, he had Ricky. He was supposed to be a top class purebred uh, Jack Russell. And Moss was watching him one morning walking down uh, the hill in Kilfeek where Moss kept a few horses on the right hand side. And Moss looked at him. Now Moss is 87 or 8. He looked at him. Jesus Jimmy said he's a right one. He said, and he is a purebred. And Jim says, how do you know? I'm just watching him. He says, he can piddle off both legs. <laughs> well, I had to laugh. But uh, we have Moss's anniversary tomorrow night. But yeah. to go back to Jane Fitzgerald, the crowds were huge in Devitts, you know, and looked yeah. a wonderful people to deal with uh, the Devitts and that. And like, I mean, the. the, the, the but I'm not surprised because Jane Fitzgerald was one of those ladies. You know, as I said, Fran, last weekend, you know, that was Jane Fitzgerald uh, uh, with a lovely smile on her face always. But to say to uh, Michael or Vincent uh, uh, and that, will you put on that fella? And, and, uh, on a Friday morning. On a Friday morning. Put on that fella. She says, I want to know what's going on in the county, you know. And that, that and she, lovely? Yeah. You know, and, and, and to be fair to her then, she did say to my wife, Catherine, she says, you know, you're married to a beautiful man. I thought it was brilliant coming out of Jane. <laughs> Carlton wouldn't agree with that. But yeah, anyway, I, Fran, I better I'm tone sure down this morning because uh, as I was, I had to come in here to Clamell to meet a couple of lads here maybe around a quarter to ten. Mm. But Carlton wasn't able to go to Mass. So ah. I, I know well she's tuned into Tip FM. Oh, so you better be careful. Yeah, I'll tone down right. this morning. You can't say half the stuff you no, would have no, no, Do you no. want to give a quick mention of the soccer? Because I think St. Michael's are out, right? That's right, right Jeff. And the best of luck to the three, there's three Tipperary teams left in the, is it the quarterfinal of the FAI Junior Cup. And St. Michael's had probably the hardest draw. They're away uh, up in Dublin tomorrow. The other two teams are at home on the, on the Sunday. But uh, it's a hard one for them. But the only thing is, uh, as Luke would have it, they're actually going through a good spell. Uh, at the moment winning their matches and scoring goals and things like that they will find it tough going tomorrow but I wouldn't be one bit surprised if St. Michael's please God emerge victorious tomorrow you know fair, fair play indeed and uh, racing Johnny some, some of the racing meetings were, were called right, off uh, during the week uh, Fairy House was called off yesterday yeah. due to the ground naturally yeah. and that Tullus is down to uh, for Sunday yeah. it should be on with what I'm hearing on the weather forecast and things like that as of now it is on they have a huge card they have the horse and jockey uh, graded hurdle and uh, they have the Kinlock Bray chase uh, horses that will be running here if you want to go to see them they will be running in Cheltenham please God so Tullus is the place to be around 12 o'clock on Sunday and as Very I often said it friend no nicer place with a nice little breeze blowing tuck yourself up well top class soup sandwiches food the whole lot and keep your glasses clear because you will see the bloody devil's beat. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were in Feathered, you were in the watering hole there, but just to, just to munch, uh, mention the, 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 the rugby as well. Oh yeah, friend. Uh, yeah. Well done to Cashel, uh, the local rugby club, uh, RFC, mm-hmm. uh, here in uh, West Tipperary. Uh, and that uh, we have Clan Mel down here and of course we have Nina up in North Tipperary. We had the big derby game last uh, Saturday as well above in Nina Armand, of which if the bookmakers were out there, Nina Armand would have been the fair and favourites 
because they had beaten Cashel two or three weeks before that before Christmas blowing Cashel in front of a huge crowd well mm. Cashel brought a huge crowd last weekend they had one or two of their players back from injury and uh, Vincent O'Connor tells me and Cashel was telling me he said they will make a huge difference and lo and behold I couldn't believe it when word came through on Tip FM that uh, Cashel were after beating Nina uh, 20 points to 13 Nina got a bonus point because they were within the 7 uh allowed mm. mark and uh, one would ha- have to say that uh, Cashel really played well on the day you see if they didn't win Nina were gone maybe 10 or 12 points ahead the fact that they did Nina are only now maybe 4 or 5 points ahead and there's probably another 7 games to, pl- to be played in the second half of the league so Cashel will certainly be winding up and I think for the winners you go up into 1B uh, the runners up would play off the lower teams in the in the 1B grade from what I gather uh, and that but I presume Cashel are at home tomorrow because they were away last weekend I haven't got their fixture but mm. I would hope to go to Cashel tomorrow uh, to Sparefield in Cashel to, to see the lads Fair play point. you know and that Mighty stuff indeed Renaming Parky Cueve um, what, what Oh Jesus Yeah Frank just to finish off on the rugby I did get yeah. to Feddert to Feathered, see yes. uh, uh, Feddert and Waterpark Waterpark a couple of years ago how the mighty have fallen they were a senior club and I d- genuinely thought my own young fellow and Philly O'Connor and Paul Kavner involved with Feddert there for this year and uh, that they've got a tune out of the lads they played well last uh, uh, Sunday and of course we went to uh, London against France and, I'm, and I've got to mention uh, uh, there we met uh, just taking off the glasses uh, Martin Shelley of Ballangarry Fiona Tig, Noel and Marta and their lovely dog uh, the lovely Kelly Ann into the grand name for oh, a of friend he actually he, he actually is na- I'd say he's a he's, he's not a Jack Russell because he has a I don't know, a miniature, I don't know what he is, anyway, but anyway, he's a lovely dog. So uh, we had a, we had a, a, a yeah. great day, of, a day between a mile of, uh, and that. But uh, yeah, the, the naming rights, Fran, myself, I don't see a huge amount wrong with it. Uh, look, we can talk super about... Super Value Park. Yeah, right? super, even, even though they're, they're rethinking now. Yeah, you see, uh, uh, that I look, you have FBD Simple Stadium. I didn't know that. Yeah, you see, and Kilkenny have their naming rights. Wexford below have their name and right you have the athletic ground or the, the big one in Limerick uh, and that that's too Slimerick or something like that and uh, most mm. of the grounds around Galway sports grounds are getting a new name mm. now from some so new the, factory the Aviva was Lansdowne Road the Aviva yeah. is Lansdowne Road yeah. you know and like now as the younger generations grow up along they'd say you're going to the Aviva whereas the older generation like myself would say we're going to Lansdowne Road you know but look it's the Aviva and that's it and I wouldn't see an awful lot wrong with you can still in some way along the way uh, uh, get the O'Keefe name into it a wonderful person he was and all mm. of that but at the end of the day Cork owed 30 million in debt and let's call a spade a spade you have to maybe uh, for a few years just to get the show up and running get your few pounds from Super Value Park you know mm. uh, Super Value uh, uh, ring uh, whatever it is up O'Keefe Park and that so be it what about it we're still going to Cork no matter what park it is mm. and it'll probably be always Parky Grieve yeah. anyways well it will yeah you see and like, when the Pope to it, came yeah. to Ireland when the Pope came to Ireland in 79 like he landed above in, he was in Dublin airport and he left uh, out in the Phoenix Park and he was uh, in Limerick and he was uh, uh, in uh, Galway and the whole lot and, he, and I told a couple of Cork lads he never came to Cork <laughs> because he called Cork the Passover city <laughs> <laughs> so he had no to do with the oh, that's right. Start a road this morning. <laughs> Why don't you start a road? What are you making of what happened in, in, in Ross Grade, Johnny? 
Yeah, Frank, there's a lot of things. I'm saying it, and we've been saying it a long, long time. The communications from this government is absolutely scandalous, and they are the start and the end of lots of things, that they cannot communicate with the people. And our own local representatives, who are fine gale from down here, or, or, or Fianna Fáil, they're in power. I don't see the Greens adding to anything up in Ross Grey. Right, admittedly, maybe... Dem- well, Roderick O'Gorman is the head of the department who are making the decisions, I suppose. That effect from. Yeah, but like, why? Do, if we have a green representative that's going for election the next time, why don't they come in and give their version of it? The people of Ross Greyfriend, I would have known them for maybe forty odd years. I worked up there in uh, with having more dairies one time uh, in Ross Grey. I know them through the Greyhounds, the Lucknans, the Delaney's, uh, John Carroll, that wonderful Tipperary Huller, Francie Lucknan, mm. uh, even Tynan and, and all of those guys. Hey, on the sporting world, you will not meet nicer. The same thing, and genuinely, with their people in Ross Grey, all they wanted to be was t- to be told, to be mm. communicated with, and to think that the minister wouldn't come down. I don't know why mm. he. I don't know why he wouldn't. And come now down. people are branding them, and so Brand- media outlets branding them as yeah, racist. But you see, and- somebody then the mobile phones will be the death of us. I could be going to an old dance of yours tomorrow night in Fedderton. Lo and behold, I'm dancing around with some lovely bar- or some lovely girl uh, around the hall in, in, in the barroom in Fedot. And somebody puts it on the phone, herself gets it in. It will be the death knell of many Do things. So? Yeah, like, it was a bit of a skirmish, but so be it. I have often seen a bigger skirmish between Ross Grey and Knock. Uh, and that in June will be the same with Golden and Cashel and every other parish that's out there. And they'll build it up and they will. the, the government then will try and make mountains out of molehills. Yeah. But at the end of the day, friend, they should have told the people of Ross Grey and they should have told the representatives way, well before that, the Jackie Cales and everybody else, not to be fobbing them off on a Thursday night uh, and, that, and expecting the people. And now, if the people of Ross Grey were told on the Monday when this happened, that what's coming in is 12 uh, women and uh, And maybe five or six uh, children, children, babies and whatever else. I have no doubt that no girls would be needed there. Because they're as honest as you will meet uh, the lads in Roscree, and they're not plumbing them or anything else. When I've been at county board draws above in the place, decent people, decent people, you know, uh, and that the. The one problem I have with Ross Grey, of course, is getting out of it. <laughs> when you have a couple of drinks in, better be John Cal's. But anyway, Fran, apart from all that, yes. then to think that we come up with a community hotel, this beats Banagher and Banagher bit bore. Oh, so, so what do you think of the idea of a community hotel then? I think it's like Duffy's Circus. I mean, what's going on? I mean, like you pick up the examiner last Saturday that says 500 restaurants are in ready to go, disappear off the face of the earth. And here we are talking about putting up a community hotel. Who's going to run it? Who's going to staff it? Who's going to count the money inside the counter? You have 20 people working there at 500 each, say. That's uh, 10,000. Another 10,000 for overheads. There's 20 grand. Gone immediately. Who's paying what? I mean, this thing of that, uh, they're having a serious look at it and the whole lot. This thing should have been looked at when they had an idea of what was happening so that they would have answers for the people. You must have an answer for the people. I mean, they're not Joe Soaps in Ross Grey. I can tell you that. Friend, the thing about communication is look, I was in a, often you'd have the most intelligent of conversations Mm. in a pub. And I was listening to a chap the other night and he had he probably told me he had six pints and he said, you're the very man, he said, you're talking about communication. He said, I'll tell you uh, uh, about the word communication. He said, 
Peter's my name, but everybody calls me Pedro. Jesus, Pedro, I said, I know that, yeah. And he said, years ago, he said, I was getting married to a girl, she had a nickname, Mary the Goat Muldoon. <laughs> and he said, I was waiting in the church for her, for the, for the priest. Mm-hmm. And up she came anyway, and the priest said to her, do you take Pedro Peter to be your lawful wedded husband and she said I do now Pedro he said do you take uh, 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 Mary the goat Muldoon and her mother to be your wife now he says hold on one second father he says this mother he says where the mother-in-law he said no he said that was never in the conditions he said they were getting married mm-hmm. he said I'd have sweet them all to do with her he said it is about communication he said that's the first I've heard of that. Anyway, he said, forget about it. He said, I have another one lined up. And he had another one lined up, and she was known as Andegerta <laughs> Nestor. And uh, 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 up they went to the same priest, and the priest said to Andegerta, uh, do you take Pedro? And he said, I do. Or she said, I do. And Pedro, do you take Andegerta? I do. And her mother's not coming, said the priest. He said, because tis down here, he said, she detests you. And your man says, I'm delighted. He said, the mother-in-law is not coming. But like, but that's communication. But that's communication, you see. And if he was told, he said the first time, he'd, he'd never have got married to Mary the Goat. You know, I'm never, he wouldn't even have went up to the top of the altar with uh, Listen, before you go, talk to me about um, school around the corner because we were reminiscing downstairs. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm much too young to remember Paddy Crosby. Yeah, but, but it's but 60 years this year since uh, Tulkaro. Talcarow as yeah. well. Yeah, unbelievable. And you had wonderful people in that. And I'll always remember, like, I was maybe seven or eight years of age and I hope that young fella's alive that arrived in front of Paddy Crosby. What a, a, a young fella. Like, and he was wearing a short pants and some kind of a T-shirt and that. And Paddy the Crosby said, next we have uh, James Murphy, he said. And he said to Paddy Crosby, excuse me, he said, everybody calls me Jimmy. In a lovely, innocent voice, yeah, like little child, oh, yeah. a child, you know. And uh, Paddy Crosby said, uh, And you're a farmer, son, have ye animals and all that thing. And the young fellow said, He said, We have, yeah. He said, And we've, and we've an ass as well, he said. And last week, he said, I was very lonely. He said, uh, The ass fell into a hole. He said, And my daddy shot him. And Paddy Crosby said, He shot him in the hole. No, says the young fellow, He shot him in the head. <laughs> Friend, I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. You know, but that's the way life is. The isn't innocence it? of it oh, all. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Jim Bartley was a star of, of Talca oh, Rose. Right, he's, still, he's still in, well, I think he only recently retired from Fair City. Yeah, so unbelievable. Fair, fair, yeah. yeah. And, Fran, look, I was looking at the paper there where I said 35% of our ESB is coming from the bloody windmills. Yeah. And why is it so dear then? You'd imagine the windmills would be getting it for a thing a half nothing. I mean, like, they because either spin or they wind. don't spin. Yes. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking at them now, uh, we'll say at home, because I can see the ones in Duella and I can see the ones above yeah. in Rossmore, and they're not spinning at all at all. I hate them. I hate the look I mean, of them. I I'm on record as saying that the right place to put a, a, a wind turbine was above in the doll. <laughs> There's enough of wind coming out of there. Hey, I met Fosterkind the other day. Uh, well, I saw Matty at the funeral and that, and I met Martin Brown yeah. uh, and that. Hey, do you know what I'm going to tell you? Fine house scouts. Brown said to me, he said, you'll have to come canvas. And Martin, I said, listen, I said, I'm canvassing for all the parties. <laughs> I said, left, right and centre. But uh, I met Noel Coonan and he gave out yards to me. 
Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. But anyway, Frank, yeah, the thing about it is watching the prime time last night, you know, uh, and that, and Miriam Lawler, or whatever that girl's name is. She's Miriam O'Callaghan. You know, Miriam O'Callaghan. And yes. another programme then, uh, that other girl was on, you know. And look, they asked uh, somebody about Sinn Féin and power, and like, somebody asked me, would I like to see Sinn Féin and power? You see, we're not going to have a one party in power. Mm. You yeah. know, so I've no problem if Sinn Féin are in power, that if they're with Fianna Fáil, if they're with Fine Gael. Mm. I so, don't think they'll be with Fine Gael. Well, mm. you, you don't know, Fran, because, look, what baits me is that here we have uh, Fine, Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil joined up uh, and uh, the Greens uh, in between, mm. right? We have our representatives from Fine Gael out in Europe. Mm. We have our representatives from Fianna Fáil in Europe. We have our representatives from the Green Party in Europe. And none of them are in the same party. Mm. Mm. And here they're all in one party. <laughs> How in the name of God can we get anything from Europe? So, I mean, Curry Hanley was right. Yes. How is he, by the way? Oh, he's not too bad at friend at all at all. I was in to see him the other day. Sure, he had yeah. three grand women. One lady, well, lovely lady, she's a hundred, she's in beside him. There's another lady, I think, in her 90s. And there's another lady then, maybe around the same age as himself, probably between 70 and 80. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to love you for that. In good humour. But, uh, yeah, listen. Hey, friend, life is funny. Yeah. You know, when you look at all that's going on and the turmoil and the whole lot, and we're talking about Ross Gray, sure, mother of God above tonight couldn't be a 56 cousin to what's going on outside in Israel and outside in the Ukraine and every yeah. place else. Yeah. You know. So what are you saying to me that we should... Eric, look, sweep it under the carpet and get on with it and that, but make the government themselves communicate. Nobody wants to see places burned down. Mm. Everybody will put up their hand. They want to see everybody treated with respect. And you must remember this, and I'd be saying it to the TDs as well. Have respect for the people that put you in. Tell them What's going on? You must tell them. Communicate. You know, they're all asking me the question again. Are you putting your hat in the ring? Once and for all. Yes, friend. As of now. You are. And this hat I'm wearing, whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not to take that off to look at it. Uh, And that, yes. You are. I am putting my hat into the ring. As an independent candidate. And when I hear what what, uh, Michael D is getting. Yes. 332,000 euro. And the president uh, of the Ukraine getting seven. (laughs) Mother of God above tonight. I mean, the world has gone bananas here. And Michael D is probably getting another five or 600,000 for looking after the two dogs. I mean, like, the whole thing is, uh, you know, you look at Michael D, no disrespect to him, or I wouldn't knock our president high up or low yeah, down. Yeah. But whatever age he is, say 78, 80 years mm. of age, uh, you have the president of America, Joe Biden, is 83. Mm. You had the Queen in England, she was 100. Mm. Uh, you had the Pope, mm. who's running the churches around the world, maybe 85 or 6. Well, yeah. And, like... I'm 69. <laughs> Surely to what, God, What point are you making? The point I'm making is I still have plenty of time to go for any of them top-class jobs. Oh, I love it. All right, then. Uh, Johnny, it's always a pleasure. Thanks very much. And mind yourself on the road. You're heading off to meet a few lads now. I am, yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah we've, I'm going down to the Greyhound track because mentioning the Greyhound tracks, hopefully they'll be able to go ahead. Just tune in with them. Clan Mel and Tullus and that. Clan Mel will be getting ready for the festival, which comes up uh, the, the first uh, Saturday, Sunday and Monday in Powell's down here in Clan Mel. And, of course, every place is booked out and all of that. And I'm going to meet Tom now at the uh, horse racing track here for a few minutes. Then I'm going down to the Irish... ICC, the Greyhound board down here in Clanmel, uh, and that uh, looking for a there couple of freebies, friend, here and there. Don't you know the usual now with us? Ookteron, Johnny Luby, thanks very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Johnny. Bye bye. Thanks, thanks. 
Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.